0: there's the bell and that means we're back welcome to this episode of sc charter chatter a podcast dedicated to charter schools across south carolina thanks for joining us i'm your host kevin we are presented by the public charter school alliance of south carolina a really great episode for you today so let's get to it Hey, before we get to our guest today, make sure you're registered for this year's 23rd annual Charter Schools Conference. It's going to be December 6th through 8th on Hilton Head Island. Our theme this year is Celebrating Success, Inspiring Change. It's always a great time to gather charter school supporters and school leaders from across the state. We look forward to seeing you there. All right. Today, I'm excited and grateful to be joined by Fox Creek High School Principal, Mr. Josh Trahan. Thank you, Josh, for joining SC Charter Chatter.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it.
0: Well, I'm excited to have you. I'm excited to share a little bit more about uh, Fox Creek and the exciting things you guys have going on down there and a little bit more about yourself as well. So uh, we're going to jump right in. And so, Josh, I guess, you know, first things first, uh, welcome to the new school year. Uh, Fox Creek students had their first day of classes on July 26, I believe. So tell us about last week and the start of the new year and and what you're particularly excited about for this school year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, um, we started Wednesday, like you said, we had had a great four days of of teacher warm up, so to speak. We had um, gone Thursday, Friday and then Monday, Tuesday, trying to allow them as much time as possible in our room in their rooms. Um, But, you know, I think the message that we're all excited about this year is we kind of came back from a conference. We shared with them that intentionality is our goal this year. You know, we want to be intentional with our conversations. We want to be intentional with our interactions, intentional with, you know, every decision we make. And, you know, it, sometimes I'm afraid in, in, in this job and in any other job, you, you you fly by the seat of your pants. You just try to make things work and you forget about how important the intentionality of things is. And so, you know, I, maybe it sounds a little goofy, but it's something that we, we tried to put to the forefront this year. And I can tell you after four great days of startup, our teachers took those kids in on day one and, and, and they just rocked it. I mean, it was, it felt like we were midway through the school year on day one. So very pleased with our students and our staff. Can't say enough good things.
0: Well, I think intention is always uh, important. And then if you're doing things with purpose, uh, you know, a lot of times you just can't miss if you're, if you're intentional and you're purposeful, I think that's a great way to start. So um and so, if my math is right, Josh, uh, you guys are knocking on the door of your 20th year at Fox Creek. Uh, tell me about that journey, what it's been like. What have been some of the significant milestones and achievements along that way?
1: Yes, absolutely. We, we're so excited. It's so funny you say that. We've got, uh, so I guess next fall would be the time to celebrate. And, uh, you know, we're trying to map out all, what all that craziness is going to look like right now. Um, you know, and the, in the fun part to all of it is, I think when the school was early on, there were a lot of folks that didn't think we'd make it past year five. And so it's, <laughs> it's really awesome to be closing in on year 20. But, uh, you know, without boring you to death, um, the school started in 2004. We had 118 students when, when, and I don't say we, cause I wasn't here, uh, when they opened the doors. I was actually teaching at North Augusta High School at the time. Um, but then in 2007, I did join the staff. And at that time, we had grown to 240 students. And uh, we were at a location off of Exit 1 on I-20, um, you know, in North Augusta, about right right in Edgefield County. And um, we moved the fall of 2009 to the the area where we are now. We're about three miles north of Exit 5. And um, that was significant because it opened up a lot more building space. We were operating as much out of a building or as much out of portables as we were a building uh, before we moved over. And, um, you know, so in 2009, we kind of got our own facility. In 2012 was a big year because we joined the state public charter school district. We had been an Edgefield County sponsored school uh, prior to that. And so there were limitations on the children coming from out of district. When that move was made, you know, we were open to Aiken County. You didn't have to get into that out of county tax or any of those type of things. Um, and so we saw the numbers jump real fast after 2012. In fact, I pulled some numbers, you know, just just thinking about this, this meeting this afternoon In 2015, we had reached 550 students. And just mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, we toppled 700 students. So we've we've seen we've seen growth, we've seen highs and we've definitely seen lows. I will say that. Right. Um, but but in all that, I have to give absolute credit to uh, a group of folks who started the school. Uh, back in 2004, uh, it was a, a parent, she was determined, or she and her husband were determined to give their children opportunities where they weren't having to drive all the way to the northern end of the county to go to school. And uh, thanks to the efforts of Mr. and Ms. Bishop, they, uh, they, they wrote the charter. I mean, they, they did the legwork wow. to put us here.
0: Well, uh, thank you for for Mr. Miss Bishop. Uh, we have Fox Creek and a, and a quality educational option for students and families. Uh, there, So, you know, as a principal there at Fox Creek and um, if I might say a parent of three charter school graduates also, how do you think charter schools and the movement of charter schools have positively influenced education in South Carolina?
1: Yes, sir. Yes. And that's a that's a that's a tough question and a great question, you know, all sure. at the same time, because I think that, the, you know, the, obviously the quick go to answer is choice or competition. And, you know, and, and it's kind of a default answer, but I think you have to get into the, 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 intricate part of, of that competition and even that choice. You know, it's the competition that, that drives it to be better. And it makes it a more opportune choice for so many of your young people. And, and, you know, we made that choice for our own children. Um, me being here, us living in the county, and I can tell you that, that it's been a great option for my kids. They came out with wonderful opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would tell you that most schools are probably the opportunities a kid leaves high school with are the ones that they make along the way. What we want to do as charter schools is make sure that we present ourselves as a viable, quality option. And the hope is that the local schools in turn will will say, hey, we, we want to hold on to those kids. So, so let's be better. Let's do better. You know, and then as a result, I mean, truthfully, the only people who gain in this are the kids and the families. So. If we're all doing what is optimal, then only the families uh, benefit from from these, you know, from what we do, and and so we've seen that, you know, evolve over time. You know, it was um, I, for those who are in the charter world, and, and I have been for for more than a minute now. And um, you know, we've been through those years where we we're, we're not exactly embraced by all, and then we have we have other years where we feel you know, a little more part of the family and that kind of thing. And I think the great part about what South Carolina has done is, you know, we've gotten to the point where charter schools are, are the norm. You know, you don't, there's not this fear that they're going to go away. And and, and so now the game is and not a game, but the goal is let's make them as good as we can possibly make them. Let's make them a solid an option for anyone's child as any other school could possibly be. And then let the families make the decision about where their child's going to thrive and grow the best. And, and that's been a fun, it's been a fun journey. It's been fun to watch painful at times, but
0: fun. (laughs) Well um, I don't think anyone could have said it better. I think that's a great way to, to, to answer that question and to kind of describe, you know, charter schools and the movement that is charter schools as part of the public educational System, Right. I mean, this isn't another system. This isn't something else. This is part of the public school system that we have in South Carolina. And I think you hit it on the head when you said, you know, if our goal is to have a quality option for families and students, then ultimately we all win. And that's That's really what it's all about. Yes,
1: absolutely.
0: I think another areas of success that you've had that maybe other charter schools kind of struggle with is that community engagement piece. So talk to us a little bit about how Fox Creek has been able to achieve that. And and what's, what's been that impact?
1: Yeah. You know, um, I will, I will say, I wish I could tell you that I built it. I think, (laughs) I think me and and the team, the, the team that I have, I think we work really hard to facilitate it and keep it growing. Um, but I can tell you that, you know, the community really wanted the school, you know, back in the early 2000s. The hope was to have a high school on this end of the county. And so I think that group was meeting the needs and it, it all, it became its own community institution as a result of that. Now, I, I think there has to be intentionality in the way you make the community feel apart and that type of thing. But, Absolutely. but, you know, it, it started that way. And it's, it, it's almost, it's fun to me, you know, And it still exists. A lot of schools have got a theme, you know, just traditional public schools, public charter schools, all, you know. And so I've been asked over the years, you know, what is your what is your emphasis? What is your theme? You know, and I'm like, we are a community school. Our success comes from the fact that just about every child comes to us from five to 10 miles away. And because of that, the parents have an ingrained interest in what we do here. And, you know, I wrote down a couple of examples um, just just trying to reflect on you know, all that the, the community had put into the school. Then I can tell you just a couple of real fun examples. In 2009, it took a group of community parents to pick up the school from its old location and move it to where it is now. That was all parents who did that. We didn't have the staff to do that, you know? I right. mean, right. two administrators and, you know, one great custodian and a secretary in the middle of the summer. And, you know, that, it, we wouldn't have done it without them. And then shortly after we got here, we had a group of families who, rented a bulldozer and pushed up the school's first ever baseball field. I mean, that literally is how it uh, came to be. People donated uh, chain link fence to put the fence up. And, sure. you know, and in and, and, and some ways, you you look at that and you go, well, you know, that's kind of crazy. And, you know, why, you know, we can have the, the, the multi-million dollar, you know, down here or whatever. But, you know, it's the fun. It's the belonging. It's the, you know, I got to be a part of that. I got to see that grow. My blood and sweat's in that, so I want to see what happens with it. And, you know, and, and we still experience that today. We have got just awesome parents that help with our boosters. We have folks that show up every time we have a cleanup day or, you know, anytime we're trying to get our kids to work with the community. We're just so blessed that our, our kids' parents are really involved in what we do.
0: Well, I think that goes back to that intentionality, right? You're, you're intentional about what you do. That's genuine you're making those connections, building those relationships. And and really, you know, that's what it's all about. And it really doesn't matter what you're doing, but certainly in education, building those relationships is a really big deal, regardless of where it is on that journey, educational journey, in the classroom, administration, administration to parent, teacher to parent, you know, whatever that is, but building that relationship. So, well, I, kudos to you guys, because you guys have really done a great job down there. Whoever needs to take the credit josh um, it, it, fantastic job because <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a grow it grows like wildfire, right, and so uh, I think that's awesome, and I think that leads me into you know my next point here over school culture, and I think school culture is a really big deal for students and for staff. Um, so what are some of the fun, innovative ways Fox Creek has employed to create that positive support in, in school culture?
1: Yes, sir. Absolutely. I, I will tell you, I think, you know, I became principal in 2013 and, and, and I was young and, and, um, I had been assistant principal prior to that. And, you know, you're, you're swinging at budgets and that type of thing early on. And you're thinking, Oh man, I'm in trouble, but, um, you know, we prevailed <laughs> here. Right. We are. Right. So I will tell you, I think it, there was a lot of enthusiasm, um, in those early days. I was a little younger, uh, you know, those type things, <laughs> but we, we realized, you know, going along, Hey, we, you know, we, we better, you know, we better figure out how we're going to boost this. You know, how do we keep this positivity? And, and you know, we were blessed. I, something, somehow, some way, I wish I could tell you six years ago, Justin's reached out to us with this Renaissance conference that they do. And they say, you know, hey, we do this. We'd love to help send a couple of your kids. And, and, um, and so, you know, I put it with a group of people and it, and it took off. And um, they took a group to Arizona that first year. I want to say it was back in like 2018. They took a group to Arizona and um, we have participated in that conference every year. It's led to leadership classes. It's led Mm -hmm. to a group of kids who as goofy as it sounds, they will play music and high five young people at the doorway when they come in the building on the first day of school. And then random Fridays throughout, we, we had a child the other year, she would dress like a pineapple and a lobster on random Fridays and high five all the kids coming to the building. And you know, and it sounds so goofy, but, um, I had the opportunity to go to that conference this past. So it's the first time I've been, you know, I've always tried to try to send the others. And now that my kids have graduated, they said, well, come on, you got to go. And it was a, you know, it was a staunch reminder as to why we do this. You know, we don't, we don't do this to bore the kids to death. And, you know, we don't do this because it's paramount that, you know, they, they, they know these facts it's, you know, we want them to have the whole experience. There is as much social growth to high school as there is educational growth, academic growth. All those things are important. They are important, but one I don't believe is any more important than the other. And if you can get them to buy in on that social cultural aspect of things, that work in the classroom comes a whole lot easier. And, um, And so we've learned to have a good time doing what we're doing. And uh, I'm blessed to have a great group of folks that that energize that. But the rain crew is a a big piece of us. It's a big piece of what we do. Um, And then, you know, I've got all kinds of other groups that just love to get out in the community and and provide and support and encourage. So that's the rain crew thing. I can't say enough good things, but it's been a, a lot of fun for us to grow.
0: Those partnerships that are created along the way, you just never know when that one partnership or two partnerships or whatever it is, is going to just catch fire and lead you down a path that you don't know where you mm-hmm. would be, um, without it. So that's, uh, it's, it's just amazing to see cause you'd never do know where it's going to come from. And so No. Yeah. sometimes
1: well, it'll pull you out of the or It'll save your neck, you know, and you don't have <laughs> an right. idea. You got that person on the hook and they'll hook you right up.
0: That's right. That's right. Well, I want to switch gears just a little bit, Josh, because, um, I know uh, we've known each other now for a, a few years, and the one thing that I do know about you is that you're always giving credit to others, and, and I think that's uh, extremely admirable of you. And and you have a team, and none of us can do what we do without teams, right? We have to have great people around us for sure. But I want to I want to know a little bit more about you. You said you 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 didn't start there as the principal. So what uh, what classroom? What did you teach? What was your uh, what was your uh, <laughs> subject. There. Is there,
1: well, I was a, I was a science teacher. I actually started at Strom Thurmond High School back in 19. Uh, it, it was a while back. And, um, <laughs> yeah, we, don't, was, we uh, don't need to
0: divulge anything. There we go.
1: <laughs> I had this dream of being a, a basketball coach, you know, I'm blessed with being a tall guy, but definitely not a real coordinated one, but I did enjoy basketball and, and, um, I enjoyed science. So I became a science teacher and a basketball coach. And, and that led from from one high school to another, and somewhere in the midst of it all, I picked up football, and football is one of the more contagious sports you could ever play, or mm-hmm. or participate in. Forgive me, I was a coach; I'm really not much of a player, um, but I but you know it's like playing chess with young men, and, and so you know that led to another school and another school, which ended up bringing me here. Um, but I spent okay. years teaching biology; was my thing. Yeah. and learned that physics is one of the greatest sciences you could ever teach in this world. And, you know, it's still a fun thing to talk about with kids, but, um, but you know, the the life of a coach, you kind of go one of two ways. You either end up in coaching forever or you land in administration somehow. And I swore to one principal about 20 years ago that I would never, ever travel down this path. And, uh, (laughs) here I am. Never say never. Right. (laughs) That's exactly right. (laughs)
0: Well, I, I appreciate you sharing a little bit about your journey and, and where you, you know your background and how you how you got to to where you are today. A little bit, um, so I appreciate that. So, Josh, tell me um, tell me a little bit about how Fox Creek exemplifies that positive impact a charter school can have on its community. I know we talked a little bit about building the community and the involvement of the community, but let's let's take it from the other direction and how the school can have that that impact on the community.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and, and you know the kids have actually led me in this one. I, you know, and this is, so I will tell you now going back far enough in time, it was neat when we used to do registration, um, you know, cause there's a charter school, you don't know who's coming. And uh, you know, we're a high school. And so you got all these middle schools that are going to come to you. And uh, we actually never had a cap. We have never had a cap until about three years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. We just were like, we're going to build and we're going to meet it. And, then all of a sudden it got really expensive to build. And so, you know, sure. we, we kinda had to consider. But we set the cap high enough that we haven't reached it yet. Um, but we didn't have a cap. And so they actually used to do um well oh, I say they, we used to do this this it was almost like a I don't know, like a fair, like a small town fair mm-hmm. mixed with registration all at the same time. You know, you come out and have pizza, there'd be games you could play and you know, it was just a feel good. You know, this this is this is you coming to us kind of thing. Um, well, we watched that kind of evolve and then somewhat go away because the numbers grew to be such that, I mean, it's easy to do with 150 people. It's a little tough to do with 550 people. <laughs> right. um, but then the students, I've watched them bring it back. And it was this, this group of young people working through a couple of teachers. They say, you know, why don't we host this spring festival and this spring festival can be for anybody who wants to come and we'll have food and games and face painting and You know, I mean, so they, cause we're, we're just nine through 12, but they made sure that they curtailed everything so that if you brought a three-year-old, they'd have a good time all the way up until, you know, we had 18 year olds trying to dunk a teacher in a dunk tank. And, (laughs) um, and we saw, we saw people, I mean, we had people from all over the community show up and it was so much fun. You know, you watch these little ones running around and, you know, these big ones being big ones and, you know, just having a good time. And, And it was all truly originated by the children. And I, I think, to me, that's what exemplifies us. It's one of those moments where you sit back and go, well, this is what it's about. You know, we gave to the kids. Our kids are turned around and giving to the community. And in turn, those families get to make a choice, if, you know, if they want this or if they want whatever else. We're going to support them and encourage them and have a good time. And um, and that was big. And then we've seen them reach out uh, in other venues. We, we, we've been blessed to do the local Christmas tree lighting at the fire department uh, for the last several years. Um, even had a group of kids get together and decide to do a parade of cars through a local nursing home parking lot, just to kind of encourage the folks, uh, that were there. It was some of those, those dark days where everyone was kind of trapped inside and that type of thing. They said, Hey, we can do this. And, you know, and, and again, I I don't know how much of that was thought up by the people that are over them. I think a lot of it truly comes out of the young people and then the, the grownups listen. So, you know, (laughs) I, I believe that that is us.
0: Well, um, I, I just think it's incredible that what you've been able to build there um, at Fox Creek. And I think it is an example for other charter schools, for sure. Maybe some of your uh, some of our younger charter schools that are that are coming up through some of those growing pains that we all have. But uh, it's a great example down there that you've set. And um, I do have one more question for you. And I, I, I want to look forward just a little bit as as you look out over your time at Fox Creek and say, where do you take the school next? Say. It, the next five years? Where, where do you hope Fox Creek is? Maybe the next 10 years. I don't know. Well,
1: that's, yeah, that's such a great question and such an on point question. Cause I'm, you know, you, I'm at that point, you know, I'm starting to, you know, what are we going to, what are we going to do? You know, what, sure. and, it, it's, what is Fox Creek's legacy going to be? What are we going to have for the folks who come behind us? Cause I think mean, that really is the goal and all that we do in the charter Alliance and the charter district. What are we leaving for the folks who follow us? And, right. and um, we, we've, we feel like we've done a decent job with the high school. There are always things that could be added to it. There are a couple of different things that we want to build out here, some things that we need to finish so the kids can have the full experience. Um, sure. We've got a wonderful athletic setup, but we do need to have bleachers, and we're working on that and actually made some phone calls this morning. Um but the big thing in our future is a middle school. We have heard that from parents nonstop. They really want a middle sure. school here. And so we are looking to expand, uh, and try to have grades six through eight in another building. Um, we have partnered with the USDA and all of our other builds. So we're trying to do that, uh, yet again. And they have been super helpful with us. Um, so that's another big one. And, um, and then, then honestly, for me personally, I'd love to see us figure out a little more with the vocational programs. We do a good job with the business. We do a good job with the health, um, but you know, this is Hoke County. You know, we we would I would love to have a way to introduce kids into some of that work that they are interested in doing. You know, the HVAC, the welding, and that and that is that is something that sits in the back of my mind, and I I hope maybe I get a chance to get to it. But but hopefully, if if not, we can leave things prime for the folks who come behind us.
0: Well, that is is—it's exciting. I mean, I'm getting exciting almost to the point of goosebumps listening about the future (laughs) of Fox Creek. Honestly, I think that that is, you know, sure, it's somewhat ambitious, of course. I think that's what you have to be. Um, You want to look ahead, but you want to answer the bell too, right? You're saying, hey, parents are... Are, are showing demand that they would like to see a middle school let's make it happen so yes. i'll be rooting for you and I, i'm excited to see what fox creek has for just this school year but down the road as well so um i'm ex- it's exciting times and i look forward to to being there as much as we can so well josh uh, thank you for taking the time to talk to sc charter chatter today i know that you're busy and i know your time is valuable and uh, we appreciate you sharing a little bit about yourself and a little bit about fox creek academy i appreciate it
1: yes sir thank you Kevin.
0: That wraps up this episode of SC Charter Chatter. My thanks again to our guest and many thanks to you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to SC Charter Chatter so you don't miss our next episode. Where we highlight another charter school and charter school leader from around the state. As always, thanks for listening and the all-around support. Be sure and follow us and don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Let us know what you think of the show. Our email is podcast at sccharterschools.org. You can also share topics or ideas for the show, again, podcast at sccharterschools.org. Be sure and follow us on our socials at SC Schools, and remember to use the hashtag MyCharterSC. Until next time, I'm Kevin.